Oh, well, the issue with passing out early in the evening is that sometimes this happens where I wake up later in the, uh, early in the morning, earlier than a normal, and usually if I do that, then it's an hour-long wait until I get back to bed. Uh, so it is Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for finding this here daily audio podcast. I did mention before that uh, I was thinking about whether or not it's possible to keep on, for me, to keep on doing this as a daily audio um, offering, or if I should do it weekly. I'm not entirely sure. Um, both could work, I guess. It is a bit of a an obligation to keep up, especially since I haven't really taken any breaks other than the weekends. But uh, it's interesting because it does help uh, with you know, the thought process. I do like doing it. It's, but sometimes we're, if I don't find that exact time to get it done, then it doesn't get it done. So, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed that my days usually have a pacing to them. So like now that I've started working out in the morning, if I don't get my workout done in the morning, then it's like, I don't usually find time to get it done later on in the day right so and once that time has passed it's very difficult to make up that time uh, i know it's um today uh, for example like I, I was actually quite happy because i got up 5 30 uh was working out by six o'clock um i tried another little bit of a mishmash of a workout again tired tired me out <laughs> uh more than i thought it would actually but um that it really did free up the evening uh, to uh, get some other things done. I actually walked a substantial portion of the way home, and then I took the bike the rest of the way. It was freezing my hands, so I figured, ah, let's just ride the you know, get the ride the west the rest of the way, and that way I can get home a little bit quicker. But all that being said, like it did take the pressure off. But had I not done my workout in the morning, it would have been difficult to find the time to do it later on in the evening so it's something that um, I've noticed quite a bit especially and this happens with Chinese as well if I don't get my Chinese studies done early in the morning uh, not early early but like nine o'clock ten o'clock if I haven't started by then it gets very difficult to make up that time Uh, I'm sure you guys have uh, uh, experienced this before where it's uh, all of a sudden you know you block out a certain portion of the day mentally for doing whatever it is you need to get done and if it doesn't get done sometimes i find like it's, it's just best to forget it it's like okay the uh the the timing is gone it's off we'll pick it up again another day one thing i was actually uh looking at this yesterday i'm actually kind of happy that i found this and it was i don't know why i haven't found this before but uh, especially with doing these audio blogs, one of the things that sort of can take some time is creating the little blog post that goes along with it. So what I do is that in addition to recording, I write up a little spiel, like a mini blog post. Usually they're show notes. Uh, sometimes I don't write them, though, and I just freeform it. I was looking for, and then what I do with this is I put that on the anchor.fm um, web hosting, and then I also put it on my website, 
not not just for you guys, uh, but so I remind myself what I spoke about that day. Uh, and sometimes if I do freeform, it gets a little bit tough to remember all the things that I was talking about. If I make one of these blog posts, you'll notice that in December, the blog posts got substantially shorter because I was getting so busy towards the uh, busy and tired towards the end of the month. And I know that there are um, quite a few podcasts that use transcription software. Now, transcription software is, it's been around for a long time. Um, was it Dragon? I can't remember what it's called. Dragon something or other. Not, Dragon Forces the Metal Band from from Finland. Oh, come on. Dragon, yeah, maybe it's just called Dragon. Uh, th- that's sort of your industry standard for transcription software. Uh, there are some free options, such as like, even Apple's uh, notes can transcribe what you're saying, but I think it's a 30-second limit, and then it, it cuts out. The other thing with uh, transcription software that you have to be aware of is that not all of it does uh, audio file transcription. So notes, Apple Notes does not transcribe from an audio file. You have to dictate. So that's that's more of dictation software. So I was looking for something like this that could do it, that would make the note-taking process just a little bit easier. Uh, And I've tried various uh, functions before. Using the phone can be difficult because sometimes what would happen is if you're if you're using a transcription software, the notes feature, you can't use the recorder feature and vice versa. So it uh, it sort of cuts off that ability. There's no dual purpose. You need a uh, secondary um, note taking device, I guess you would say. Now with and I've tried this before as well, pre recording every or recording everything and then putting the cell phone on the computer and having Apple Notes transcribe it, again, 30 seconds and it cuts out. Uh, it just doesn't seem to want to do that. Uh, likewise, with the, uh, the cell phone, it, does, it only has a short duration and the English isn't as good as the Chinese, but then that's because <laughs> my Chinese is also terrible and uh, <laughs> it's probably struggling to deal with my pronunciation of uh, the language rather than uh, any sort of um, deficiencies in the software itself. But I did find one and I was working. One other note, I was working on this last year, two years ago with Python, this transcription software where you could write in Python, this where you take an audio file uh, and it can do live transcription, which is what I was looking for. And I managed to get it to work in a very basic form. But it was limited to, it was either 50 characters, yeah, I think it was 50 characters per day per IP address. So in order to transcribe something, even as simple as this daily audio blog, I mean, this thing is not 50 characters, 50 words long, it's substantially more. And uh, although it worked, it was proof of concept that it did work. I actually got it working. I was very happy about that. Um, it just wasn't viable, especially for my bigger audio podcast, which is substantially longer than this one. So it wasn't a viable uh, solution. So 
finally, yesterday, I came across this program. Uh, it has a web-based application as well, uh, which, you know, can you can argue, is it safe to have this thing, trans you know, the microphone working on your computer? And you know what? I go, well, if I have public-facing words anyway, like this audio blog, uh, it's all going to be published anyway, and, and so transcribing it through the computer isn't as much of a security risk as I thought, it, like, as, you know, the fear would have it to be. Though I do understand that by giving permission to the computer, to Chrome, to access my microphone, that is a security issue. Does it shut off when I close the window, like when I close the browser? So, yeah, um... Do you even know where the microphone is on the MacBook Pro? I think it's in the uh, top left of the uh, the keyboard area. Not entirely sure about that. So, I've gone on about transcription long enough that I haven't told you the program yet. It's otter.ai. O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. So this, is, uh, this actually came up because uh, I was installing Anchor on the iPad I figured I could uh, have it on multiple devices. Why not make my life a little bit easier? And it, it did suggest you use this one. I've come across this uh, application before, and I think the reason... I'm not sure if it was free before. This time, and I'm trying this out right now, and I'm looking at it. It's actually uh, transcribing what I'm talking about right now. Uh, it's not entirely correct. Uh, it's saying this time I'm trying to sell now and I'm looking at it. It's actually transcribing what I'm talking about right now. And there, it got that. But the first time it got it wrong. Uh, so it's live transcription, but it has to be live. Uh, and it has to be through your browser. So uh, luckily with Chrome, you can set up different uh, personalities, whatever you call them, uh, users. And so with this, I have one set up for one account, and I can have another one set up for another account. And this just enables me to keep things a little bit better organized than trying to do everything within one web browser. Uh, that and you can also save your passwords a little bit easier, keep things organized. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I understand that there is security issues if you are not clearing your cookies on a regular basis uh, on Chrome. So, but even this with uh, using Chrome to create different profiles, you know, it keeps things better organized. So I do have this one set up for one of my, uh, my accounts here. And so far it seems to be working. I mean, I don't know if I'll use the entire transcription. It's doing a decent job of uh, access, like, being able to actually uh, write down what I'm speaking. Now, this also gets me because I'm like, how are they profiling my voice? <laughs> Again, I mean, I know this is a public-facing podcast. It's not like I'm saying anything here that, I mean, I'm not, that I'm, I, I'd be worried about people finding out. I'm, I'm publishing it every day. Um, so with this transcription... I don't know if I'd publish the whole thing on the website because it's it's too long. It's too much. It is time stamping. Um, it's breaking everything up into paragraphs. Uh, it's doing a pretty good job so far as I can tell. 
I don't know the background software that it's using. So whether it's using Google or another one, I know Google has a database that they use for their uh, transcription, like their, their translation software. And that was the Google API I was using two years ago with my Python program. And that's the one that limits how often you can ping that server. So 50 characters or 50 words, and then it cuts you off. So I'm not sure who these guys are using. Uh, there are some open source ones, I think. Uh, but I think you still have to pay for large access. Uh, I'm not in touch. I can't remember the actual uh, amount. So the way that this one is working, apparently, is that with a free account, you can tra transcribe three audio files. But also, if you don't want the audio files and you are set up in such a situation where you can record in, on your device and then have the web browser open for transcription for live transcription purposes it does it you can record 6000 minutes for free per month okay i'll take it try it out so with the free i'm just doing on the basic free program i just signed up for it yesterday um, and as far as I can tell, it's, uh, I've transcribed one file. It did a pretty good job of that as well. The punctuation was a little bit off, uh, but with the live transcription, it seems to be a little bit better with, uh, the, uh, the punctuation. It's kind of neat to see it work, uh, a little bit scary. Uh, the other thing, other feature that I saw that they have is that uh, you can train it to identify your voice. So if you want that, to, you know, end of the world situation, robots are going to take us over and replace us all. And, you know, what happened to Steve? Well, I just heard him the other day. Yeah, it was the computer using my voice. You know, like the Terminator situation where um, he, uh, who's he uh, impersonate? One of the, uh, the mother, I think it is, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of scary, uh, scary when um, you know the, the robots are using our voices, and we're nowhere near it. Uh, but it, it can identify your voice, uh, so it can flag you or mark you mark your your uh, areas, your your timestamp in the uh, in the file. So that's pretty neat. I've seen other transcription software that you can train it to be your voice. So if I kind of was like, oh, you know, it'd be so great if I could just write this blog post in, write this audio post in, I could submit the text file and then have it dictate it for me in my voice. I've heard the results of it. It's distorted. You can tell if you're not listening, like if, if you're not one for going, hmm, his voice sounds off today and it's not because he's drinking and not like that, but I mean, in terms of like the distortion of the audio file itself, you can tell. If you're not attuned to those sorts of distortions, you probably won't be able to uh, tell very much. It's meant to be if you have to do punch-ins, right? So what you can do is that you can re record your uh, audio uh, offering or whatever it is, and then you listen back and you go, oh, I flubbed that word. Let's go back and change the text. 
And so instead of having to re-record it and wait for, you know, silence and a good take, you just change the text, have the thing reread it for you. And I mean, again, it sounds like, you know, there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, on uh, like Skype or those when you're calling over the uh, over the Wi-Fi network, sometimes it can distort your voice. It's that type of distortion that happens. I'm quite impressed. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think how uh, this technology is speeding ahead. I can't also help that sometimes what are have we have we left the old world behind? Like is it is there ever going to be a moment when we can get away from any of this stuff? And I mean there's any sort of, you know, doomsday scenarios where you know, someone brings, uh, takes down the internet, right? This is the stuff of movies, of fictions. But it's like, can you think of the world without the internet? Can you think of the world without the ease of access, without the uh, tools of efficiency that we have these days? Like now I'm watching my computer write down what I'm speaking automatically while recording something on my cell phone that I can post wirelessly. And I know in a hundred years' time, someone's going to listen to this and go, "Wow, these quaint little people! They look at what they talked about. They even had to mention these things." We've left that world behind. Where can you imagine going back? What would it take for you to go back? What would it take for me to go back to leave all of this technology and either not use it for a time being or not use it? at all wouldn't that be the sign of wealth of 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 making it if you didn't actually have to use these things anymore because you're like well why would i use them it's what else do i need to create all i need to do is fill in the blank what do you what would you be doing instead if you weren't using all your technology to do your job or do the things that you want to do Good question. I'll leave it there. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I know maybe that information isn't going to be useful to everybody, but I do know uh, that there were several people I was talking to who were talking about, um, you know, branching off to do podcasts of their own. And I think this would be a helpful tool for you guys if you want to use uh, get into the transcription make your life just a little bit easier i'm not sure if this does chinese oh this would that would be better the one very interesting thought i had was that what if i started a podcast either in russian or chinese now you would immediately say please don't <laughs> i've heard you speak and it's not that good you don't need a podcast in those those languages I'm not sure if I'd publish them just yet. I'd more basically it'd be a practice of public speaking. We'll see. It's something to think about, and it may or may not have been the reason why I installed Anchor on my other device. You know, to try something out. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. Show notes, maybe the transcript, up on my website, stephensersky.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. Take it easy. We'll talk again. Bye bye. 
Thank <laughs> you.